Yes. Are you going to finish that croissant? Hot Soup, Episode 2. I'm Max, joined as ever by Griffin, Liam, and Chuck. A little different format today. We're going to be a little bit shorter. And off the top, we're going to chop it up a little bit before the education portion of this podcast. Talk a little current events, things in the news that made us say Hot Soup. Uh, But to entice everyone to stick around until the end, some of the things we'll be talking about are Griffin will be enlightening us on fashion. Mm -hmm. Chuck, our podcast criminal law expert, will be explaining what exactly Young Thug did, and we'll find out whether or not we're officially a free Young Thug podcast. I'll be talking about Prima Nocta, and Liam will give us the definitive answer on whether Walt Disney was a Nazi. And, real quick bonus, since the McRib is on the farewell tour, I'm going to be trying the McRib here, and just, you know, I've never had a McRib before. I've also never had a McRib before. Hey, before we start... One time in college, the McRib was in town, and it was like Tuesday night at 3 a.m., and we were all just like wicked fucked up. And we went, and I probably consumed a day's worth of calories in McRib and McFlurry, and that's sort of like I hold that memory dear. So it, with that in mind, please dive in. All right, should I just should I do it off the yeah. rip here? Okay, we'll, we'll probably this is Get this will probably cut. So sorry to listen. No. Yeah, I want to hear this ASMR. Yeah, oh, thank you. Oh, th- we also might get an ASMR I, today. That was also one I, of the did, things did I prepared. Hide, did somebody take that one? Nice. I did, but I don't know if we'll get into it. It's not quite as interesting as we thought. All right, here we go. Ready? Did you, is it full-blown onions and pickles? Yeah, what is oh, on a McRib? Okay, just, so it's like uh, a the... pork filet with barbecue sauce, onions, pickles uh-huh. between a bun. Pretty, it's, sure. Filet is used pretty generously in terms of. I saw on TikTok <laughs> it was, it's yeah. like a frozen patty with like 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 uh, notches in it per se. Yeah, yeah to yeah, look yeah, like yeah. the it's ribs. A whole barbecue sauce. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. it's a little too soft. It's like a five it's out a of ten. Too it's saucy, okay. In my opinion. It's only here for a limited time. That's what the commercials say. Liam, you want the other I half do, of this? Can you fax it to me? <laughs> yeah, I got you. Yeah, this is okay. This is. This is like whatever. I would I would never eat this and be like, oh, hot soup. This is just. I'd rather have hot soup. Than this. Really? Um, that's whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I can. I'm. I'm okay. I'm 28 years old. I've never had a, a McRib before. That was my first time. I don't know. It's. It's really nothing. I remember in school in the school cafeteria we had some fake little rib bullshit sandwich like this. That's you what it tastes like. McDonald's on campus. We did not. No, it's just like the whatever school lunch. Okay. Any <laughs> hot soup topics? Okay. Liam, say cut so I know where uh, to cut. You can cut right there. I, actually, that okay. You should, okay should be the cut. That, that, okay. <laughs> Let's hit the hot soup topics, things in the news that made us say hot soup this week because we are first and foremost an education podcast, but we're also a current events podcast. Yeah. And so are, these, are we tagged as we gotta, these? Uh, I hope so. We are tagged as education. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. We're tagged Excellent. as education. Good. Comedy is the biggest one, and but we're that. like a serious podcast. Yeah, thank you. All right, I'm only I'm only funny to laugh at. I'm not actually funny, you know. I have a couple of things that made me say hot soup, but who else? Anyone I else got one? I did. Got? I mean, I feel like Chuck's the got young something. Young thug dying was that that or no, not? Was, thug. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Take off dying. Take off uh, dying. That was I actually did. I was. I did I was say hot soup about that. 
Yeah. Well, I'll, I didn't really Push say hot soup that. until somebody at the bar showed me the video on Twitter. And yeah. I and I and was like, what, what was the video? What, what, what was the video? Like what happened oh. in the video? Like you see him getting no, shot. No, you just see him like bleeding out on the floor. Bleeding out. Was, yeah, well, people are was, like calling for a medic. And, yeah, it, I didn't yeah. think I didn't hear it with sound. It, the guy was like, it's pretty gruesome. And um, for the listeners at home, it was. It not. was pretty gruesome. It was pretty gruesome. Yeah. I read that he caught a stray. I don't know. I don't. Uh, I it's I don't I'm not sure what happened but yeah. All right, okay. we take off. Okay. <laughs> Anyone else? I got a couple. Yeah, Go so on. I don't think I had any. All week I've been like, "Oh, hot soup," and then I, today I was like, "I can't think of them." So, Max, go. All right. I got a couple. Chuck, do you definitely know about this one? Uh Kyrie Irving. Did you guys hear well, about Kyrie? Anti-Semitic guy. Big what? time. Mucho. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Big time. Kyrie Irving point guard for the Brooklyn Nets said he tweeted a link to a movie that called Hebrews to Negroes. That's a quote. And it's based off a book. And apparently it's just talks about Griffin, a topic that I think you said, you know, a lot about black Israelites. I don't think I said that. He's just, I think it was another (laughs) individual. I swear to God, Griffin has talked about black Israelites in our group chat before. There's one person who has brought that up. I'll find the evidence. You can mentally guess who that was. This is all getting cut. (laughs) No, this is all staying in. Yeah. I do not recall. Um, But basically, Kyrie tweeted this link. We leaked Max's salary on the the, the, the zero. (laughs) On the the pre-episode. Max has been going like like, uh, General Sherman scorched earth. (laughs) Yeah. That wasn't like supposed to be. That's okay. Sorry, no, 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 no. Sorry no, for no, thinking you knew no, about that, thank Griffin. You. It's okay. I don't. Uh, but he was just basically he he tweeted this link to this movie, and then he's like, "Did I do anything illegal? Did I hurt anybody? And I'm, am I going out and saying that I hate one specific group?" <laughs> And then this is his little spin zone. He kind of low. Me when I go to my girlfriend and I piss her off, and then in order to piss her off more, I go. Like, what "What did I do? What? What? What law did I do? Why can't I ask your mom the difference between a garbanzo bean and a chickpea?" (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) The 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 kicker on all of this was that he does a little spin zone here, and I think tries to blame without saying it Jeff Bezos. Whoa. Because he says he says. Uh, I don't know. Probably, probably not. No, probably. Not. Somebody asked that. He said, "Quote: It's in. on Amazon, a public platform. Whether you want to go watch it or not is up to you. There's things being posted every day. I'm no different than the next human being, so no, no need to treat me any different. So it's Bezos. It's on Amazon. If it's on Amazon, no, I think he means it's on Amazon Prime Video, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and yeah. you should go watch. Which like, I think Bezos yourself. also owns. He did, yeah, yeah." Yeah, the, the the Nets uh, and Kyrie had to release a joint statement today. Yeah, don't, that's like, that's actually well. That's the, the other thing. He didn't even get jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. He didn't even get fined, like or anything. They were just like, you shouldn't do that. And now the Anti Defamation League is giving him a little slap on the wrist. The ADL, yeah, you, you don't want to slap on the wrist. Well, they don't get it. The Anti Defamation League doesn't get a whole lot of work, I don't think. So they gotta. <laughs> well, I feel like the ADL works in this country. I think the ADL is working overtime these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the ADL has to be busy, and they're like, "Oh fuck, we have Kyrie." Like we have to. They probably have a Kyrie oh, I guess department. It, and He's also around long enough. 
Oh, yeah. What was that, Lynn? Oh, I was just saying they have to have a Kanye department at this point. Yeah. Oh, easily. Well, he's like he's also a known flat earther. No kidding. Kyrie. Yeah. Oh, I did know that. Oh, yeah. And an anti-vaxxer. Anti-vaxxer. He went to oh, Duke. Oh, yeah, big time. You know. Well. Great education. He went to Duke. Quick. Swag. I mean, he attended Duke. Yeah. I don't know that he... He didn't go to anyway. play school. <laughs> Who said that originally? Was, that, like, I think, was it or Vince Young, maybe? I don't remember. Oh, maybe it was Vince Young. I don't know. It was like a college quarterback. Yeah. Um, but my other one that I had was I saw this one just before the pod. Have, have you guys seen the movie The Equalizer? It's with Denzel Washington. No. Uh, actually, I might have. It, he plays this guy where he was in the military, he's OCD, and then he's helping this woman out, and he just goes around. It's an action movie. just kicks everyone's ass. Sure. Well, there's an Equalizer 3 that they're filming right now, and there was a drug bust like on the set. Oh, that's a guy. Interesting. One of the one of the people that works for like the catering of the of the food on the set died of a heart attack. Oh, that's and on his body they found a fuck ton of cocaine. So then they launched an investigation into the other workers and they like busted in their hotel rooms and found like a like a fuck ton of coke. Hmm. That's it. So this is just on the set of the Denzel Washington movie. Like the feds just bumped it, like busted in and just found a bunch of honestly easiest job that they've ever had. Probably. Okay. Any other <laughs> any any other like news from the week? Any? <laughs> uh, I don't like, know if this was from this week, but like recent. Well, last two weeks because yeah, it was uh, the one thing that made me be like fucking hot soup was that uh, Arizona politician who got arrested for masturbating in his car outside of preschool. I did see. And, oh, I'm not hear about this. You know, and, and he was and also. Just, he, it was. Yeah. Go ahead. He yeah. was like he, he like campaigned on like. Like child security or like you know yeah youth, and he just told the police he was like I've been stressed out and so it's like like, <laughs> like okay. yeah. you walk, know walk me through it walk me through it what happened yeah he just parked <laughs> his car outside of preschool like in the parking lot and was just masturbating <laughs> and the police out. came is this guy an elected yeah. official or he's running? he's an elected like like local like not in Congress or anything but he's running he's running for like you know uh, how. They're all running for election boards and secretary of state and that kind of shit. One of those things. And yeah, just pretty stressful outside of preschool. I like so, the sound effect they put. <laughs> <laughs> so presumably this guy, so he has an office. Yeah, he could have used his In office. a government building. He could have just shut his door and yawned. Or gone home. But he... Or go to the bathroom. Any like or go to the bathroom. Yeah. preschool. Like like there's a like you need to go a worse. There's like no other worse place you could do it unless you're That's actually. He was just like I'm horny. I gotta. It's it's. I gotta do it now. It's like like he had like the hangover shits and he just drank a monster. Like yeah, <laughs> it's gonna happen now. I gotta do this. Where are the worst places to jerk off? I would assume a funeral. preschool's up there. Preschool's yeah, up there. Funerals up. There. Yeah. So <laughs> my old roommate used to get like, he used to say that funerals made him like super horny. Oh, that's <laughs> no kidding. Okay. Everybody. So maybe funerals not such you a bad place. Know. Yeah. Rigor mortis or something. There's a joke. Stiff. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. 
joke somewhere in there? Piece it together. Piece it together in post. Yeah, cut it in post. Okay. Piece it together yeah. in post. Yeah, can you add that in in post, actually? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, a sound effect of Chuck saying, no. <laughs> or what? Or just no, do like more, the, more information. That, yeah, <laughs> Okay, I'll just slide whistle. Okay, right here, I'm gonna clip yeah, in an upward uh, the, slide like, whistle. Okay, wait, everybody stop. Segment. Funny joke. <laughs> okay, and we're back. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm trying to think anything else. We do have elections coming up, so I just feel like there there yeah. were probably things that made us say hot soup. Just really any Herschel Walker tweet. Um, oh, Herschel Walker had a good one today. He said, take oh, my resume, yeah. and put it up against Obama's, and I'll do that any day. And it was like, yep. okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, First black president, two terms. Oba- he was like, he was head of the law, law review at Harvard. The first black. Yeah, I was just going to say. Yeah. But Herschel Walker was traded for like nine first round tracks. Is Herschel Walker so. even in the top 50 rushers of all time? Probably top 50. Yeah. You think so? Probably, yeah. I think he was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, he was good. So he was extremely good um, when he was with the Cowboys. And then the Vikings traded their entire team for the next decade to get him. And then the Cowboys used those players to win like three Super Bowls. And Herschel Walker kind of went. But he's like most famous for his college days. And he was like the biggest name to go to the USFL. And he joined Donald Trump's generals. And so that's kind of how it kicked off, you know, the bromance. Is that really how he, like, got started in politics, do you think? Trump? Well, I had no idea. Oh, Herschel Walker? I, I think it had to do with, like, yeah, tr- like, Trump was buddies with him. He was, I like, he really didn't do anything. Like, he claims, like, he, he, he keeps, <laughs> like, making these, like, claims that are, like, they're just, like, no. He says, like, he created this business that uh, serves food to African-Americans, and he, like, says it all. A restaurant? No, it's, like, a a food bank type thing, and it's just, like, no, like, it's not true at all. And people, like, tell him that, and he just, and he says, I'm a warrior for God, like, blah, 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 and it's just kind of, like, just an interesting cat. There was something, like, about his son. Like, his son, like, posted, like, three different, like, Twitter videos talking about, like, you don't know about like the relationship with my father, like stay out of it. But he was kind of an asshole. Yeah, he doesn't seem like um, a great dad. But no, who am I to judge? I don't. Over know. under, how many kids do you think he has? Like over under, like seven and a half. I think it's oh well. Do we count aborted fetuses? <laughs> uh, maybe this I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Whatever so it'll be fun to see. Hopefully, he's a senator. Hopefully, he gets in charge of some really important things. He's a member of law enforcement. I trust. I'm excited. Him and uh, Tammy, Tommy Tuberville. Oh, yeah. Well, just, you know, we're just yeah. electing uh, SEC football you know, legends. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Maybe Tebow. Tebow. Tommy okay, here's man. the thing. Tebow could run and would. Oh, he would. He would cl- Tebow would clean up. Oh, my God. If, I, he runs, if he runs in Florida, he will. They will. Oh, yeah. He would get 90% of the vote. He wouldn't even have to say anything, barely. Just like. Yeah. You just pray. Just pray. And then he would just talk about God, God and then yeah. he'd get in. Yeah, easy peasy. That's what's so wild about Herschel Walker. He keeps playing this God card, and he is running against a literal, literal reverend. The Senator Warnock does not know the Bible like I do, and it's like, well, like he's a reverend at Martin Luther King's church. Like he's there's yeah. like a Whoa. three people line to him, and then you have Herschel Walker, who 
is what it is. But I'm excited. Tuesday will be fun. There will be some riots. Some yeah, people I'm going to be in Alabama this weekend, so I'm excited for that. Oh, yeah. Nice. Are, are you packing? Are you, are you going to be carrying? Uh, no. no. This is a recorded podcast. You're not? Oh, got it. But you have, <laughs> you have a legal fight. I do. I do. Okay. Allegedly. All right. Anything else? <laughs> Any other hot soup from the week? Um, did you guys see that, <laughs> that picture I sent in the group chat? The Burberry Minecraft collab? I did. What was that? The one about the I black just thought you were just posting. <laughs> I mean, I was just posting. I was just posting. But um, it's a. I thought this was related to your I fashion. I mean, it was. I was like, it's, it's, I guess it's a teaser, but branded collabs are very in. But I just think that's a hilarious branded collab is Burberry X Minecraft, where I'm like, ah. Oh, it's weird. Yeah, look at the collection. There's like a thousand dollar creeper print wool scarf or cashmere scarf, and I was like, "That's sick." What? I mean, yeah. This is metaverse. Yeah, I guess. I mean, there. Yes. Go listen to episode one. Yeah, there, there are like there are also like some AR stuff or like VR stuff. It would appear. Um, so what? You can just get like a Burberry like belt or like cologne in Minecraft. Well, no. There's also like you can get real clothing with Minecraft print on it. With like, oh, like one of them. I don't know. I think they're kind of silly. Like they're kind of clean and also kind of silly. Like one of them's just like a creeper, and it says like Burberry underneath. <laughs> That's it. Uh, what was great is that with. you could have done this bit like two or three years ago, and it would have oh, been like a bit, you know? Yeah, no, like this, like yeah, a braided collab like this, but no, they went yeah. for it. Yeah, it'd be like a Met Gala. Like you show up wearing like Burberry yeah, Minecraft, honestly. like yeah, if just that's like the boxes or some Gala. shit. They should do a Minecraft themed Met Gala. I oh, would show the to the Met Gala. I think so. I, I, went, to a, like... I went to a, a gala this or a gala or whatever you call it. I went to one uh, this weekend or last weekend. Let's oh yeah, how was it? It was good. Did you wear a funny hat? No, I had to wear a suit. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. It's not very, did you wear a bolo tie? No, I wore just a regular. I wore a skinny tie. I wore a black skinny tie. Ooh. Yeah. All right. I think now's the perfect time to segue into the education portion of this podcast. Unless you guys got anything. I don't. Don't. All right. Let's let's want to want to kick it off, Griffin, with fashion. Oh, yeah. this is perfect. Uh, Since we're already talking yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's perfect. Uh, just just to round us out on this one, the Met Gala does have themes. Um, oh no kidding does it matter though because i just feel like they wear whatever the fuck they want but yeah but that's how i think you're supposed to assess what like how the outfits are you're like oh i like how that fits into the theme because i think the theme for 2023 is celebrating the work of the late carl lagerfeld Lagerfeld? Mm. i don't know no idea no idea you'd think he'd go into beer but he went into fashion i hardly know her fashion guy Big fashion guy, big fashion guy. Um, yeah. All right, Chuck. Why did you want to know about Chuck? Yeah, what wanted you, to yeah. did you so, want to know about fashion? So, it, what what got my wheels spinning is I recently went to a. I guess you would call you call him like a personal like designer because well, so long story sure. short, I wanted to get a new suit, so I found this place and put in my information, and the guy calls me and he's like, "So, should I come to your house or your office?" And I was like, "How about we just go to your office?" And so went in there, shows me all this stuff. He's got all these swatches. And I'm like, I'm just looking for a suit, versatile. And he starts putting together these colors. And he's like, this will look like great. Like he got, and I'm just, to me, I don't understand like why 
that's in. And I can't wait for the suit to come. I think I'm going to look pretty cool. But I would never in a million years have bought that. But he's like, this is it. This is the look. And I probably look like a freak. But we'll see. But so that's what you got. What colors did you get? What did you go? So it's a navy suit with like very light blue check marks. Oh, and so sick. Okay. It, I, I nice think it will pattern. look flat because I was like, I was like, maybe for court, I don't want it to be too flashy, but also you know to attend weddings and events, I want like a good, a good suit. And my God, did I get in trouble for how much I spent? So yeah, so Is I'm a uh, fashion. All right, let's do it. Nice. Then. So like, I, when I took this on, I was like, okay, I'm gonna start at like. Fashion, I don't know. I think fashion's kind of easy to learn once you figure out where to look. But like every year, I you trends are announced and like colors are announced that you can like see the color Pantone color of the year. Pantone's a company that makes, I think colors. I think they do pigments. Oh. Um, so Pantone, super cool. They created a system to like identify colors no matter. So like, you know, you see a green, I see a green. We might not be talking about the same green. So they put a number to that green. Mm. And so you can just be talking about like Pantone, da, 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 da. They all have numbers. Um, and then you can right. like decide that color. But anyway, um, every year they do a color of the year. And so this year it's Periwinkle. Very Perry is the name of their. Uh, no yeah. shit. Um, and so like you can actually see that in clothing that comes out throughout the year that it's like all like purple e hues um but anyway like the fashion industry runs on like trend forecasting which is like a real job and so like it involves people like there's short-term trend forecasting where you basically just like look at what's popular and then sort of like long-term trend forecasting where you're looking at like what bloggers are wearing or like influencers and what the people are wearing and what's being sold in fast fashion and what like clothing designers and runways are doing and like major designer brands um, are doing. And then like that sort of helps paint a picture of like, oh, these things are really hot right now or like these things are going to come about. So I remember like, I want to say it was like right around like 2018 one of the fashion trends that they said were like oh like more gender neutral clothing or like more men wearing like what it would traditionally be women's clothing and then like Harry Styles bingo um and now you actually see a lot more dresses on runways um and so that was one that I had seen because I was like huh interesting and now I've watched it sort of come about more which is kind of cool and then there are other ones like leather is one of the trends for this year i guess it's like leather ensembles and i feel like we've seen a lot of that and fur trim is another one that's very in um and when does the new season start like when is the new pantone trend announced like when is is it like january 1st or is it like every spring no it's like, like that's what fashion the weeks the year? that's why like it's fashion week and da da does because like people are highlighting their like designs. I think I think the Pantone color of the year. I want to say it comes out like late December. Um, 
but I'm not sure. That's a good question. Oh, okay. Like it is that makes sense because it's like heading into the new yeah year. yeah, and like I feel like that's when a lot of like major designers do their runway shows too is like before the next year because fashion usually goes like a season ahead like people are already selling their winter they're like you know pitching their winter clothes now getting ready to sell their oh, spring yeah, like clothes November. because when when are the tv you know like the emmys and the oscars because i feel like it's got to be well in advance of that yeah, that's like the, to give those people the like, chance that's to, and those are like you know, march like red february because car- right? red carpet yeah Pro- that, i feel like that. i feel like we turn the calendar then it's like, it's like late winter early right. spring we're doing from the because pro- that's why all the good movies come out in december because like then the academy awards are like two months later mm-hmm. yeah that's but I'm thinking that because that's like red carpet season, right? Like that's when these people are wearing these new designs that have things. come out from these like show these runway shows or you know designer shows. I don't know how to give oh. this take yet, but this is just me just spitballing. Is there a way that fashion is like self fulfilling in such that they predict a trend and then they themselves make it happen, like? Yes. They investigated themselves and found nothing wrong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like there is sort of, yeah. sort of a level of that. But I also think that, like, that looks at it as a lens that treats it as function and not an art form. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I think there are fashion designers that are looking for ways to be like, oh, this is super avant-garde. And, like, mm-hmm. so, yes, I do think it's, like, self-fulfilling, but I think that is what the art form is looking for that you know what i'm saying it's like well this is what is hot in the genre art yes yeah does that make sense it's got to be business it's got to be business oriented like i feel like to liam's point where the head of some company is going to be like hey i want you to define the trend to be something like this so that we can sell x so that we make y it makes sense to for, to Griffin's point, like, oh, this is a trendy thing to do in this art form. That's it's like the – think of the Balenciaga fashion show. It was, like, super weird. Remind me. Oh, uh, <laughs> like, if you – like, it was all over Twitter. I don't know. There was, like, lots of, like, rubber and, like, face masks and okay. balaclavas and, like, big Lady rubber Gaga. boots and, like – it was done in the mud, I want to say, and they, like, were supposed to walk with a weird gait, so it was all very, like – weird looking but that's like that was that was what was it like that's sort of i think that's like what progressing the genre looks like in mm-hmm. fashion um so is there like a trickle down effect i'm sure there is because so my background in fashion is i've seen devil wears prada and yes. <laughs> she talks about how they pull she's like that might be the name when the she episode. says to the to Anne hathaway and she has got like that just like that blue sweater, and she pulls off. She's like, "Oh, you think that's just a blue sweater that you grabbed off the rack?" And then she goes like, "That's somebody up here started this like two years ago. Was like blue sweater, and then like it trickled all the way down to somebody who like doesn't care about fashion." And like what I'm thinking of is like how trying to think of a fashion trend, maybe. And the best I can come up with, which is a terrible one, is sort of mid two thousands guys were just wearing long sleeve, short sleeve shirts over long sleeve shirts, like. That was a trend. Like, how did that, like, where did that go? Like, you know, link loafers, you know, like a loafer with a link over it. 
Yeah, I yeah, believe yeah. that was originally done by Gucci. Like, I believe that was oh. like one of Gucci's designs. That was like that was like a big deal. But now, okay. I just have Target brand or you know Steve Madden or whatever oh. like linked loafers. Right. So there's like a I've like read a thing about literature that if you boil it down, there's really like seven mm-hmm. stories and. Like there are pretty much like seven, I'm making up a number, but it's like some small number. There's seven unique stories and every story, every movie, every book that you read is just a variation of one of the seven forms. Do you think that's what it's like with fashion? Because people always say, oh, fashion is cyclical, you know, this can't, you know, high-waisted jeans came back or whatever. Is that, did you research tell you that? I mean, yeah, well, yeah, because like one of the things that's in right now are uh, varsity jackets or like letterman jackets, I guess. And like those are like apparently those go in of st- like that has been in and out of style I guess for for a while or like that that keeps go like flip flopping between in style out of style um yeah I got you I feel like that is I feel like every fashion thing is like always gonna come back yeah. like people are wearing like oh yeah broad stuff. shoulders yeah, are back like in um yeah I don't know what it's hats what's the deal with hats. Uh, like they're supposed to be very avant-garde hats. I guess it's like weird hats are in, weird accessories are in. Um, what else? Like they wear the Kentucky Derby. Well, like so they that's, wear, like, women wear like the big fancy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the other thing is like you look at suits, for example, and how now it's everything slim fitting and yeah, two two buttons. Who? So at some double breasted. Yes. It, that's yes. damn. It's like you're looking at my list. It's like you're looking at my list. Yes. <laughs> at some point, some was some guy just like I'm. You know what? Three buttons. It's out. We're going two well, yeah, buttons. But like, like, I, like, <laughs> well, it's some dude who gets down. sick of things with single buttons and is like, "Fuck it, I'm wearing double buttons now." And other people are like, "Actually, that looks sick. That looks yeah. very cool." Now I want to do yeah. that. Yeah. You wear army um, pants and flip flops, and yeah. that makes sense. That makes and sense. And if it looks swaggy, it catches on. Um, so real quick, colors of the winter are um, purple, yellow, brown. Like these are the ones to look out for. Uh, an olive, or it's mm. yeah, like an olive looking one. Those are like boring. That's like mustard. Yeah. Color. Okay. That's, so I'm supposed to be wearing mustard colored things. Yeah. Pinks What's and the blues, or pinks real, and purples? Real, excuse me. Real quick, we'll probably move on after this, but what's the deal? What's the definitive? What are the rules? You can't wear white after after. See, Memorial I feel like Day? that's a Boy Scout or, rule of fashion, which I've always wanted to okay. apply for. Like, to I want to apply the concept of a Boy Scout rule to fashion. Like, I don't know. Is if if you're swagged out, no one's gonna call it. Like, I feel like you can't I wear believe... a white linen suit, but. That had like, something can you wear white, to do with like, like. Can you wear white pants when it, it when it just snowed? Yeah. If you're if it looks cool. <laughs> Max, you should just show up to work tomorrow in just a full mustard suit, and then when people look at you, <laughs> you don't know you don't know this, fashion. Max. This is in right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have. I have. I'm trying to think. Like, what's the craziest thing? I have like a pink polo shirt. I don't think That's I've ever wild. worn it. Like, put, put that away. <laughs> very no. Kanye. Okay, well, I'm gonna wear it. <laughs> I'll wear it for the next episode. You have to follow us on TikTok for us to see it. I'm gonna wear a pink polo. What's next up? What? what what's a topic yeah, that, that some, someone selected for me? Yeah, I hope that answered your question. I, they you did. Like, yeah, I'll give it's that fashion a few, houses few like decided. Yeah. Yeah. That Look was up good. color yeah, of the year. Look up. Uh, you know, 
men's this season, this year trends. And that's like, you'll be able to find something that's like, oh, this is how you I just think it's, it's just wild how like one celebrity influencer person, they do one weird thing and people are just like, oh yeah. And then it's, that's it. It's in. And now you're, now everybody has a, has a perm, like, uh, what's his name? Jack Harlow. Yeah. Liam, you should Jack Harlow your hair. Yes, you should. He just hosted SNL. You should. I should. Oh, well, that was good. I'll give that... Uh... Max, didn't you say you had opinions on white rappers? <laughs> Did I? I? I mean, Eminem is good. Liam to taught me to, like, yeah, yeah, really yeah, to appreciate to... Eminem when we were in college. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're, trying, you're trying to black Israeli. Yeah. yeah. Cut that. Um, yeah, I mean, I think white, lapper, white rappers are pretty tight. No, 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 we're done. Um, <laughs> taught, taught me to appreciate Eminem. That's all I got. What's the topic of mind somebody picked? There we go. Attaboy. Yeah. Um, what did Griffin want to know? Griffin wanted to know uh, what Young Thug. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Did, Good. I actually feel like we should get into that. That's sort of. I, like, I'm, full I'm disclosure. Okay. I'm like. I consider myself like tapped into the rap game. Like, like I do, Same. I do hold the opinion for why I sell because it's kind of fucked up that like a record label can catch a racketeering charge. But I also don't have any of the facts, and so maybe I will. Re- I like, I realize I don't know anything about it, and so maybe I will need to change my mind and be like, "Ooh, yikes! Maybe I can't rep that." Yeah. So okay. So fill me in. Is YSL is his record label? Does that is that Young Slime? Yes. Okay. So this Young Slime, so the way that the uh, that these charges came about, and again, I'm not as may come as a shock tapped into the to the rap game. Sure. So <laughs> Young Thug. That doesn't that that, that I know that shocks so. Me. Number one, I don't know that I've ever heard a Young Thug song. What best um, friend by Young Thug? This is homework you for everybody. Didn't no, you go on Spotify? I didn't listen to it. Listen, these well, are the best friend by Young Thug. I didn't want to love Young Thug and then be like, "Oh, he's pretty bad. I can't like his music anymore." So I was oh, trying to spoiler alert. Um, just you know, Kanye deleted all my Spotify. Actually, I downloaded more Kanye because I forgot his early albums just were rocked. And so this whole drive to work lately, no. so Kanye. So anyway. Young Thug. I don't fuck Kanye. So he is a co-founder, along with oh, and I forgot this guy's name. It was a hilarious name. Gunna. Gunna. And there's another guy that's just kind of like normal. But anyway, it's not really that important. Just but oh, normal. But, okay, we'll cut that in post. <laughs> Wait, what? I missed it. I have okay. to know to cut. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. So, cut. so yeah, Gunna, whose real name is Sergio Kitten Kitchens. Um, Sergio Kitchens? That's a good name. Along with um, uh, Diamante Kendrick, known as Yak Gotti. Okay. So these guys are the co founders of the Young Slime Street Gang. Um, So what happened is the Young Slimes, uh, I don't know if that's what they go by, but I'm going to call them the Young Slimes. Sure. They. There As a lawyer, was, like a good lawyer, yeah. Yeah, I'm creating a term of art, so in yeah. parentheses, young slime. Yeah, that's how so, I'm. I, that's exactly how I'm reading it. Yeah, so here and after, young slimes were uh, 28 of them were alleged to have committed, you know, basic street crimes. So sure. 
robbery, assault, stuff like that. Sure. Now, and so they applied RICO, the RICO predicate. Actually, what they applied is the Georgia equivalent of the RICO, which is it's the same as a federal, basically. They applied that to you. What's RICO, real quick? We covered Fun it last fact, episode. Gonna get there. Yeah, we did it. Gonna, did we really? Yeah, oh, we did. Or was that in the pilot, that actually? Oh, it was in the pilot. So, going to get into RICO. That's the bulk of what I've got here. So, they applied nice. RICO gotcha. to take down Young Thug, Gunna, and Yak. I don't really want Yak Gotti. coming after me. Yak Gotti. I didn't want to put your name. He's head of a gang. So, um... What happened? So basically, Allegedly. they applied RICO. Allegedly. And so in order to understand that, you've got to get a background on what RICO is. So RICO, it came about from the Italian mafia. Because basically what was happening is everyone knows the mafia exists. Everyone you know knows there's the heads of the family, FBI, all these people. They're like, we know they exist. But we can't take down the boss or the top guys because there's nothing to link it to him. So they were limited to attacking and prosecuting these small little individual arms of it. So they'd get a low level guy for, you know, racketeering for assault, money laundering, that kind of stuff, but they could never get the big group. So they just keep funneling along. These guys would stay quiet. They could bribe judges, get these low level guys off because you know, the penalty for, petty theft not that big so you're not going to be able to have the screws to apply to this guy to get him to flip on his bosses so that was like sort of the two problems they're working with is we can't get these guys to flip and we can't get at the bosses so congress in this little it was the part of a huge congressional bill and this little tiny provision of it was the rico act so what you could now do is they could start now attacking the, the criminal organizations because the O in RICO is organized crime so or criminal organizations so what they could do now is if over a period of 10 years they see an individual who is engaging in at least two racketeering related crimes so again that's you know theft uh, and they and so lately they've been, now it's evolved into theft, assault, and they've included like drug offenses, money laundering, racketeering, which racketeering is like the big one. That's how like the mafia got their money is you know pay me this rent every week or we'll we'll make sure nothing bad happens to your business. Which the bad thing that would happen if you didn't pay them is the mafia. Is that them. yeah? So that's that's how it came about. So and what it allowed them to do is each is they could take these and then they can say oh that's part of a criminal enterprise that's being funded by this money not only are you going to be on the hook for you know 20 40 even 100 years of prison time also we can link your boss who took that money from as a part of this racketeering and we can get them so what this did is it started with these low-level guys who would flip and then they could take down the bosses and then we learned more about the mafia boom 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 so it just started that's how it killed it just crushed the mafia and so now you see it being applied to you know the young slimes of the world and they're taking him down so it's still early i don't know what he did himself other than he ran this organization was benefiting for their drug running their racketeering etc and so do we think he knew 
about what was going on. I think so. And I know that by reading one article about Young Thug, um, I think like he started the gang. Glad, I feel glad like we researched. Yeah. Well, I, I got more into Rico and then like so I think so. I and again, this is a fairly recent when knew that this happened in like April or something. I think so. But August. I, also, his trial is coming up. Like, I think it's in January of 2023. Yeah, so I think he's going to go down. Like, because I think these low-level guys are going to flip on him, the, the Slimers, and he's toast. <laughs> I did some... The Slimers? I did some brief research. <laughs> I've read that Gunna seems pretty culpable here, but I thought Young Thug maybe was a little... So... There was some wiggle. Yeah, there. so that's what... They took Gunna down first. And so I think he was okay. more involved with the criminal enterprise and maybe... Young Thug was more like the face, like the the pretty face and the, the rapper, and Gunna was doing the... Which is almost... Is that worse? Like, the, like well, uh, the face of a criminal enterprise? Yeah, well, I mean, like, but I don't think, like, I think, obviously, they marketed as Young Slime is also their record label. So I think there's some significant overlap into their legitimate businesses and the criminal enterprises. So, yeah, I think verdict is Young Thug's going down. All right, so we're not hashtag free young thug. Well, well, if we read more well, into it and learn well, about well, it, maybe I don't know. But just from this, what? Okay, this billboard <laughs> article I read. I think he's toast. So, uh, what state? Do you know what state he's being tried Georgia. in? Georgia. Or is it a federal? Georgia. Oh, it's federal, Georgia. right? Thank you. The state, no, it's the state well, of it's the Georgia equivalent of the Rico. So he's in Georgia. Do we think Biden would pardon him? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Biden doesn't want to win for the rap game, for the culture, no. like like Donnie did. Don wanted, I legit- Don, that's one of my favorite facets of the Trump presidency was how bad he wanted to help the culture. ASAP yes. Rocky imprisoned in Sweden. Oh, yeah. He pardoned Lil Wayne for having a gold gun. That's, <laughs> that's swagged out. I think he pardoned he, Kodak big Black. Kanye big guy. Kanye guy. Yeah. Or commuted yeah, their sentences, he- I suppose. You could argue he did more. Yeah. Yeah, he's a big, he's a big no, rap Let's flush that out, Chuck. You know, we finish that. I could see him. I legitimately, though, if he was in office, and hey, if his trial's in January, Trump might be back in office. Well, it's a state crime, but let's say it's federal. I could see him pardon any. Well, government. no, because the presidential election's not for two years. Yeah. Cut that in post. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Damn. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Chuck. Yeah, YSL still. I still think like he did. Maybe he did it allegedly, but it's kind of fucked up. So they're all arrested. So just like you know, obviously innocent till proven guilty. What's a young you. thug song that the people know? Best friend. Like what's his most yeah. best friend? I was gonna. I was gonna go on. I was like about to listen on Spotify and I forgot. Yeah, oh, huh. I'll have to. I'll have to get some young thug. Yeah, yeah, put it on the playlist at the office. See what they say. All right, maybe I'll make that the outro music for this nice. if I figure it out. Thank you. Yeah, do like a little mix. Yeah, yeah, a medley. Yeah, okay, I'll just mix a bunch of yug th- yug thug things together and then make that the outro. Yeah, um, and then when he gets okay. convicted and so we find out like he killed seven people, this episode will just disappear. Yeah, we'll just yeah, yeah exactly. and we won't even yeah. mention it. Didn't Joe Rogan do that? Well, it sounds like we're not like hashtag free young thug, but we're kind of like wait and see. Yeah, we're hashtag. This is America. Bit. You're innocent until yeah. proven guilty. Let's mm-hmm. wait for all the facts. We're hashtag out, America. So that, yeah. Yeah. Chuck is America first. That's true. We'll cut that in post. <laughs> okay. <It'll be> <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. That was good. Griffin, do you have, do you, uh, How, what do you rate you it? Grade what do you Chuck? Rate it? Wait, oh, well, I didn't get rated. So no. Oh yeah. I, I was going to yes, give, so I give, 
I, I gave I gave him for his uh the fashion I give him three three escargot creams with baguettes. Nice, good, <laughs> wow, good, good, good. out of what five? Uh, it's out of four. For, really? For that type for oh. that type of soup for that type of soup. Nice, yeah, it could yeah, be I you see, know whatever soup we're working with. Hey, whatever. Um, I'm gonna give this also uh like I'm gonna give it a three. Um, Rico charges. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's like eighty years charges. in prison. Yeah, damn. Wow. <laughs> does that mean we're? Does that mean we're going down? So with him? you are. No, no, it's just you. Like I'm not part of this organization. Yeah, that's right. I'm just a guest. I yeah. made sure I joined as a guest. Yeah, I did yeah. too. Max, yeah. you started this, so you're you're fucked, buddy. Yeah, I'm the I'm you're the host. The, you're the young thug of our group. Hashtag free Max. <laughs> 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 Hashtag free Max. That I don't. Okay. okay. <laughs> Can um, that be the name of the episode of the yes. <laughs> Hashtag free max. Well, hashtag free yeah. max. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, what's a Chuck? What's the topic I that would, Chuck picked? Um, max, how about some cream and octa? Oh, I want. Uh, wait, did you oh, wait. ask about Walt Disney being a Nazi? Isn't that? You? Oh no, that yeah, Max, go. That's a Max topic. Whoa. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh. Talk about Walt wait. Disney and the Nazis. Oh, I just couldn't remember. I didn't know what my turn was. But yeah. No, go but, ahead. It's Let's see Walt Disney and the Nazis. Prima like Nocta is kind of a quick hitter. Yeah. That one could be pretty oh, okay. quick. I feel like there's a lot to unpack. Also, it was it wasn't fairly quick, but um, I started my research. Go ahead. Go. Let's. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So I started my research with just the the simple Google of is Walt Disney a Nazi, and I got a few articles, and I actually got a lot of document uh, documentaries. Wait, I'm sorry. Can I interject here and just real quick? So I wanted to know about this because I've seen this like it's like I feel like almost common knowledge that he's yeah. a Nazi. Yeah. But we were speaking this week in our group chat, and Chuck was like, "Yeah, that's like fake news that he is in fact, yeah, or that he's a Nazi. That's just like a common misconception." Yeah, so I'll get I'll get um, into it. So um, gotcha. there's been a lot of like scholarly work on hmm. some of the oh. things that Walt Disney was involved in. Um, and so like the common things, like the common conspiracy theorists here, and I'm using air quotes, point to like, I wish I could see there's a scene in the three little pigs, um, where the wolf is a Jewish peddler and that is viewed as anti-Semitic, but that was edited out. So it was, it was reanimated. They cut it in post. Uh, they cut it in, they cut it in post. Yes, they did cut it in post. I don't. I don't have it in my notes. Okay. But, whatever. Wait. So, wait, wait, so yeah. Wait, hold so on. Hold on. <laughs> so it aired. Go ahead. Go ahead, Chuck. Hold on. It aired, and then they cut it in. This is like a a television representation of the Three Little Pigs, where like on Disney. Where well, I mean, it, it was, was probably movie. like a cartoon. Was, yeah, it yeah. was like a like a cinema film yeah. that you paid a yeah. nickel to go see. The, yeah. Isn't the Three Little Pigs like a uh, like one of those like Brothers Grimm yeah, like probably. ancient yeah, you, stories? You, you yeah. Well, I don't know. If well, are. like so it's like Snow like, White. The Brothers Grimm yeah, is like I definitely hundred... didn't zero in on this specific. Aspect. Sure, we're, we're getting <laughs> yeah, we're so losing the just... forest for a tree yeah. or whatever that that figure <laughs> yeah. of speech is. I might be thinking of Little Red yeah. Riding Hood. Actually, yeah. well, it's like but anyway. it's like one of those like Snow White, uh, you know, one of those. Yes, 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 yes. And Disney did all those. Yeah, Pinocchio. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, again, Walt Disney was like Cars. one of the. I, I did also do some other research in Walt Disney. For a long time, Walt Disney was actually the only person allowed to do animation, like animated oh, stuff. Wow. And he was Whoa, the first what? one that did an animated film and all this other stuff. Like he was, he was, you know, animated porn. revolutionary. 
you know, and why um, why did he why was he the only one allowed to do it? I I don't know. I didn't click on that. I was just get, getting fun facts for Walt Disney sure, before I get sure. into my, Damn, my main crazy. argument. Damn, that's crazy. So he's goaded. Yeah. So Walt Disney's goaded, is what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, he he also like did his own animation for a long time. He he did all the voices for a long time. Um, oh, yeah, shit. yeah. He did a bunch yeah. of stuff. Mickey Mouse, like he actually. Fun fact: He didn't design Mickey Mouse. He had someone. He had like a like a, a, a draft of Mickey Mouse done and he had somebody come in and do that. So this was all just on like my fun fact sheet of, of Walt Disney. Um, but then getting back to the, the main of it, a couple of like things pop up when talking about Walt Disney that links him to um, like Nazism. Uh, one of them in, in a conspiracy theorist way. One of them is um, the Three Little Pigs scene. And then the other one um, is in 1938, he actually had a Nazi over to his house. His name was Lenny Reifenstahl. Um, and he was a director for the Nazis. Oh. Director. Yeah. 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 Oh, so so he, not, he didn't just have like a guy that was a Nazi. He had like, like an executive Nazi. Yeah. yeah. He, technically, this guy oh. was not like... It, like the guy was a Nazi, he was a like a uh, uh, a Nazi, uh, but at the time he was. <laughs> when it was not, like a political party. He, yeah. yeah, he was not a not like a not the dude apparently. But well, not like an. I mean, that's yeah, like kind of right, like. Right. So wait, wait, wait. I mean, he met with a guy that would go on to become a. No, and actually, this guy that was working for him actually like went on to go work at NASA, and operation paper. Uh, and he like was it, it, like integral in getting this in getting a man to the moon. So, um, but at the time, this dude was like not like he was part of the Nazi party. Nazi, you know, sure. Because wasn't he like he was like doing like wanted to do animation for like the- yeah he wanted to work for Walt Disney. He was a director yeah. that worked yeah. for the Nazis, and he came over- like a director, oh, like a film director, oh, not oh, like a oh, oh. yeah. But he was part of the Nazis. He was part of the Nazi party. Um, and Not then he worked, for, he wound up working for Walt Disney and this guy, this is also our second episode where we're talking about Nazis yeah. in a row. We've had two episodes. Um, Nazis and there's ruined, actually, Nazis ruined everything. One of the Everybody things that this guy directed is actually on, uh, Disney plus still. What is it? So oh, I don't remember what it's called. I didn't write down my thing, but I will get that to you in a little bit. Um, space Jam. So those are the two that are like, that like a Google search would populate uh, like is the that would that's what they would point to as the evidence is like Walt Disney is a Nazi because of these things or he is he is Nazi supporting because of these things. Gotcha. So it's like like conspiracy tangential. Exactly. He he touched Nazis exactly. in certain ways. Got it. So there's actually a documentarian called Neil um, Gaber that um, did okay. one of the most like in depth uh, and like documentaries about Walt Disney. And he part of his document uh, documentary was that he went and interviewed people that that worked for um, Walt Disney, some of like the animators and stuff. And the the sense was that he was not anti-Semitic and he was not like he didn't like hold anti-Semitic views for any of the Jewish workers that worked for Disney at the time. However, most of these claims 
that um, Walt Disney is anti-Semitic is actually rooted in the fact that he was um, a member of what was called the MPA, the Motion Picture Association. And this is where it gets kind of crazy. So, oh, it sounds kind of yeah. Deep state. So, um, so like my view is like these like three little pigs thing and the Nazi director thing are like meant to cover up the fact that he was actually part of this pretty fucked up group that formed in 1944. So there is this, which is like, that's like peak Holocaust. Yeah. Right? We're like, like getting, we're II getting out of world war two. We're like about to get out of world war two. I think 1945 is when, yeah. um, yeah, so but that's going to be like the most fucked up part of the war, right? Yeah. That's when they're yeah. going crazy with it. So, at the time, there was a lot of, like, anti-communist, anti- this is in America. There was a lot of, like, anti-communist, anti-fascism, anti-immigration, like, uh, American isolationism. There was, like, that rhetoric It was getting pushed because of World War II. And... Was it 2022? Right, exactly. And... That was Antifa. There was yeah. a group that was believing <laughs> that... There was there was a group that that believed that movies in America were slowly brainwashing the population to have communist views with these. This is literally deep state. This is literally like like QAnon. Right. So there, like that just came back around. They again. were like egalitarian like or like <laughs> you know like like you know all these happy endings or or like all these people like coming together to serve a greater good is a sign of communism. So happy endings and people coming. Right. Exactly. Sounds like the woke bomb. Something else. Right. So in 1944, the motion picture association was formed in order to stop the spreading of propaganda, communist films, communist and fascist propaganda. Of course. Got it. So it. makes sense. Um, and, Walt Disney ties into this because he was the vice president of the MPA. And so what the MPA What does that look like? Yeah, thank you. I Continue. Will, yeah. So it's it's like a did he know like of course he knew about it. It's like a Joe Paterno. Yeah, so the well it, what happened was the MPA um what and it said in their mission statement because I went through and I read the documents that they had and it said in their mission statement. Oh, hot soup. That's a plus one it for It was them. It was – yeah, because I was like, what? This is crazy. Yeah, you went, you dove deep. Um, it said that the purpose of forming the MPA, and, I, and now I am quoting, was to defend the film industry and the country as a whole from communist and fascist rhetoric. Hot suit. So on, okay. on face value, <laughs> they cool. are – they are yeah, they are anti – I mean they are anti-fascist, right? And they, at the time in the film industry, uh, the Screen Actors Guild was also starting. And um, that was, the MPA was trying to paint that as communism. And so they're <laughs> anti-communism, they're anti-union. Like yeah. So. They would still, like people today right. probably like that's. And so <laughs> they, they nah. are like, they are going in front of Congress and um, 
testifying. And so I, I should backtrack a little bit. So what they wanted to do was they're like, there's this, there's all this propaganda is being spread. What we need to do is we need to get a bunch of famous people together and we need to get them on record saying that propaganda is being spread in film. And we need to go to Congress and get them to limit the spread of communist and fascist propaganda because the Red Scare is here. And I'm really concerned about the Red Scare and I, we don't want that to happen here. So can I ask a yeah. question, Liam, uh, just because this is just my brain being yeah. stupid. I feel like Red Scare stuff was a little more 80s. It no. was no? It, it was brewing like the anti-communist stuff was brewing in like the early 40s, according to the documents that I was reading. Where they're like, no. Okay, I, mean, I guess that makes sense. But I, I typically a, think of that with like like Miracle. If I could interject on like, the Red Scare, there's been a few. Yeah. <laughs> like the first one was like in the, in the before the 1920s when the Bolshevik, the original right. Soviet Union was formed. Oh, and then after right. World War II. Oh, like World War One. Yeah, and then yeah. after World War II when the Soviets were the superpower, oh, the Red Scare. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So the Russians yeah. got it. Okay. Never so this, this... Point for Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Plus one for So this like this this group was like the easiest way to get our message across is to get these people together. We're going to testify for Congress. We have all this like essentially like social power, and we can get them to limit the free speech, um, and we can also stop the spread of communism by getting you know by disbanding the Screen Actors Guild. You know, bring back the right to work. You know, and this is obviously beneficial for like. The directors like Walt Disney because they don't have to, you know, like worry about their actors, you know, unionizing. So for fair treatment, the animators would fall under that category also for Walt Disney. So he was sort of like economically motivated to make sure that this didn't get like approved and recognized. Um, Got it. So then like people that weren't a part of the MPA started to like come out and say um like uh you know this is really bad like they are actually fascist because they are trying to restrict free speech and they are anti-labor and they're anti-immigration because uh, like there are a couple quotes that i read and i and i'm just going to like paraphrase the general idea of the quotes um we the people of the united states yeah they were we sort of the like they world. were there was one quote that I read, and I'm going to paraphrase it pretty heavily here, and you know, like, like freshen it up for TV. But it was essentially equating, um, like Hitler and Nazism and um, like Jewish people to like actors trying to form a screen the Screen Actors Guild, and like comparing the two. Yeah, makes perfect sense. And um, right. And so, uh, and I actually read like one of these like pamphlets that was distributed by one of the members in 1947. Oh, you read probably. I did. And it was, it was like, it it was pretty blatant. They were like, no, we need to, they're, they, they said that, you know, Hollywood is just trying to interject like 60 seconds of propaganda into every single film. And, you know, that's all it needs to like brainwash the youth and brainwash these people and, and. And like make America right, great again. Right. Yeah. And so like pretty much actually. I'm just like joking, but like actually. Right. Like, and like, and it's like the there was shit. like there was a whole lot of stuff where like they were actually like pro Jim Crow laws. Like the MPA was mm. pro Jim Crow. And um so the there was a, obviously a bunch of backlash and a bunch of other actors like basically told them in private to like stop it. 
and they weren't going to stop it. And SAG was like, you should stop this, and they weren't going to stop it. So then they went to the media and started publishing truth tellers started publishing like really big articles in big publications at the time about how they are anti-intellectualism how they're anti-fascism they're you know blah 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 or excuse me they're they're actually being fascist yeah Yeah. thank you and so (laughs) then what the mpa did was they got one of their members who was a jewish writer named maury rinskind and they got him to write an article in the same publication that all the criticism was getting published and basically said like, no, we have a Jewish friend. Like we're not Jewish. Tokenism. Yeah, we're not anti We're not anti-Semitic. Episode we title. have this Jewish writer in our, in our, um, you know, association. Um, and so that like, again, we're, I'm kind of skipping forward a little bit over some stuff, but the big thing that Walt Disney did was as the vice president of the MPA, he testified in front of Congress um, against labor organizers and accused them of being communists um, Got it. because wow. he wanted to – they wanted to get their animators to strike. Wow. So he was really just like guilty by so he was just trying association, to do union like busting using a fascist yes. organization. Yes, and it just so happened that people who were like anti-communist or whatever, yeah, like sort of Nazi sympathizer yes. people, he, also sort of aligned with him. So right. he just kind of got caught. Right, in the, he did. I wonder who we've done that to. Like, in, in like he wound up context. being associated with a bunch of anti-Semitic people. I, I don't want to speak it. for his motivations because obviously I don't know him and he can't be reached for an interview to, at this time. But now. It, well, yeah, I, have a, yeah. I have a question. It about appears that. that he wanted to do he, – he wanted to disband the unions in order to benefit from them and use this oh, okay. to do that. He actually did – I also did some research on stuff that he did and he uh, – there was like – a very famous like cartoon that was actually anti-Nazi. It was used in like American propaganda to to rally against Hitler oh, yeah. during World War Two. Um, Plus one America. Yeah, so it, like a lot of people point to that as like a counterpoint to the like scene in the Three Little Pigs of you know him being anti-Semitic. Uh, you know, th- if he was anti-Semitic, he also did this. Also, so, sure. Yeah. So that's the that's the long and short. Oh, that was good. That was, yeah, yeah. That was amazing. I have a couple. I have a yeah. couple follow-ups. One one is a comment. One, the, this just occurred to me right now with the whole three little pigs thing. It's almost like when you see Bugs Bunny. Like if you watch like really old mm-hmm. Bugs Bunny, there's a lot of like racist shit in it. So I just feel like maybe he did get a bad rap. Like, and also he probably gets credit for cutting it because like if you watch like Bug Bunny, Bugs Bunny. Mm-hmm. There's things where he's like shooting like quote like engines yeah. and he's like he's like tallying like one in, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Two, like how many he's like killing. Um, my second question was, did it come across in your research? Because you said he couldn't be reached for question. Mm-hmm. I've heard that he had his head frozen. I did not come across anything in the in the research. I will I will make this. Uh, I I forgot to add this one thing. The the alliance was formed oh it was the motion picture motion picture alliance excuse me um it was formed in 1944 it wasn't disbanded until 1975 
So it was like okay. 30 years. 30, they had a 30 of, year run. Yeah. Of this. Uh, I don't, I, I, I didn't go too. I mean, you know, I, I spent like a half hour doing the research on this. So I didn't dive too deep on their influence outside of the early or the late forties, early fifties. Um, but I did have some other fun facts that uh, about Walt Disney just in, just while we're here. I didn't I didn't go into the um, Walt head. Disney head thing, but he did have a secret apartment at um, uh, this is Walt, Disney World. <laughs> at Disney World, um, and he would like go there Where and just it? hang out. Was it in the and castle? There and actually, you can see it's it's still there today. And, no. um, no they, uh, they have like this like light and a chair in the window of it, of, of, I think it's above the fire station. I, I want to say it is, I can't remember now. Um, and it's like, it's very, it's like symbolic that, you know, like the boss is still at work, you know, or whatever. No. And, um, at the time he bought Disney world, he did it all in fake names because he didn't want to like have it come out that he owned all this stuff. He wanted it to be like secret and anonymous to, to protect like the magic of the whole thing. Those are my, like there, there were some other fun facts, but um, yeah, that was the whole thing. Yeah. I think it's pretty fucked up that, that like was... the Nazi stuff stuck to him. Cause he was like a pretty, like I think from everything I read, like a pretty good dude. Like, I, I definitely didn't see anything that, or at least, you know, my, in my opinion, he was like a as business, a like union bus, just like a normal business. Yeah, just yeah, a normal I mean, capitalist. Like, I definitely don't want to like let him <laughs> off the hook because like he wasn't. He he did like he was not a Nazi. Was he a great guy? Who knows? Yeah, I mean, like, like obviously, like, I am like a white guy, so like I'm not really like uh, like I'm 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 pretty like immune to most of the things that would you know I am not Jewish. I am you know I am a white man. You know, I am Jewish for the record. So like, I can't speak to like how, um, like his actions might have affected somebody. I will say though that like at the time, uh, the MPA was like pretty fucked up, and he was the vice president of yeah, that true. group. You know, so like I don't think he should get like oh he was a pretty nice guy. Like I don't think he should definitely <laughs> get let off the hook. You know, um. I didn't see anything that was like egregious in my view as a white man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's wait for him to come back. I'm going to say yeah. much like young thug on this one. Um, I'm going to give him innocent until proven guilty. <laughs> we will wait and see. Mm-hmm. Oh, Walt. Well, there's also that, the thing that when I first heard about the, him being a Nazi thing is there's this, there's like that family guy episode where they go to like the universe turns into like Disney and they all are like, yeah. They hate the Jews. It's, so I was like, oh my god, like that's a thing. It wouldn't shock me though if Family Guy just took like oh, one yeah. thing and then just multiplied it by a thousand and made an yeah. episode about it. Yeah, if it wasn't Family Guy, wasn't one hundred percent accurate. I wouldn't surprise. I will say, out of the two <laughs> categories that I picked for today, I picked the Walt Disney thing. I was like, that's an easy Google. I can just say no, he's not, and I don't have to go any. And then. Uh, it turned into this. And sure, the it, other was a, one, it was a Mythbusters where it might be plausible. Yeah, now. exactly. And I was like, oh, wow. And then the other one was do crabs scream when, they, when they're when they boiled? I was like, oh, this, I'll just punch this one out. Got way deeper than I thought it was. It would be. <laughs> Whoa. So, yeah. well, oh, do you have like well, a quick hitter? On? We're at like a little over an hour right now. If you have like no, any I'm quick hitter, if you have a quick hitter one. Okay. Is, it actually, is that a good one? I, I, I enjoyed it. I would, I, will you still be I, eating crab? I... 
I will still be eating crab. That's for sure. I I okay. the I discuss the ethics of oh, crab. Oh, hot soup. Hot broth. They're a hot bug. Broth. Hot broth. <laughs> I give that good. um a like give that like 150 degree broth. Or that was like the hottest soup ever. Oh. That was that was really informative. That was great. Uh, that was great. That was really much good. better than credit scores. Yeah. <laughs> and I will say. I will say. Yeah. Hey, if you're listening to episode one and you're like making fun of credit scores, if you like, listen, if you listen to you episode one, something. you're Ma- a trooper. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You're back if you, yes. More. If you got to me talking about credit scores, yeah. <laughs> I do agree. That should have been like a five minute hard cap one. That one's on me. Um, but no, Liam, actually the thing too, that I found most interesting about it was how, as you were saying these things, I was like, that just came back around again. Like I said, there was a lot of stuff that was especially in, I read this one, uh, I read like a couple chapters of this one book called Roosevelt goes to the movies and it was kind of like, uh, it was, you read a book for this podcast. I mean, it was on Google, whatever the fuck, you know, it was, that still counts. um, You read a book for a podcast. Chuck read like one article about young thug. Um, yeah, it I think was. We learned a little bit. It was. It was talking about <laughs> like uh, the chapters that I read were sort of talking about the culture that was existing at the time, because um, I was trying to like put myself in the context of like you know what what we're doing here, and it I I did understand or I I do see what you were saying. There was a lot of stuff that I was like that is the same talking point that they're talking about today. I mean, one of the but one we, of the thing was yeah. like. They didn't say that we need to be America first, but there was this sense of like American independent, uh, uh, uh appendantism, uh, you know, um, American isolationism, anti-immigration, you know, um, a lot of these stuff for getting celebrities to yeah, like endorse, yeah. endorse your, like, your political things. idea. And, yeah. And also like the idea of conspiracy theories sort of like reaching congressional levels yeah i mean they were a little QAnon-y. like it like you were you were saying it was like this sounds QAnon-y. the the organization was definitely trying to use their power to push for stuff that would benefit them economically you know and just imagine if there was like fucking twitter back then. yeah honestly it would be a riot it would be a fucking yeah. shit show well i mean like I don't know. Well, we'll th- we should do like a whole episode on like Twitter and like yeah. what things like like how things would have been if Twitter was around, like the Holocaust. Yeah. What? yeah. Like it's people cool. say, like it's holy fuck, there. like <laughs> yeah, like like would the Holocaust have happened? But like, there's pretty fucked up shit in the world happening now. And guess what? We have Twitter. Like we have the internet. That's what's yeah, been. So I mean, nice. there's the Uyghur genocide that's literally happening right. I mean, now we're we're, we're and also like in you know, Ukraine, just, just general politics now, but. Yeah. Oh, like, look at Ukraine. Like, if it's like, oh, you know, all the stuff that's happening in Ukraine. Like, if you wanted to help, like, what do you like? Maybe you can donate some money. Mm-hmm. But what are you gonna do? Like, get on a fucking plane with a like and I like, go crash. Like, I, I actually, I know a guy. He was a musician here in Nashville. Um, I, I positive he oh, he's wants, dead. He doesn't want the name out, but he was hit one. What's his name and address? Side of his family was Ukrainian or is Ukrainian. Oh, wow. And he like gave up music. He's in Ukraine right now. Oh wow! He's he's he, he enlisted. Shout yeah. out that guy. Hope you're still alive wow. out there, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I actually I should you check on his social media. Should... <laughs> we should yeah. check out. <laughs> we should check well, it's out wild that like how the the Ukraine thing was all over like TikTok. You could go on and see soldier. Like, yes, you just, it's just wild. It's like an interesting concept. 
even the last fucking hurricane that happened, yeah. like Liam was like, guys, check out this live stream of this woman who's like dying. No, she wasn't dying. Her house was it's, getting flooded. She, she thought she was going well, to die. Everyone thinks they're going to she die. She was in a storm. <laughs> she was like, her windows were like busted in and she was like looking for her like prescription so she could try and like get the fuck she away. She tried not to have a panic attack. Okay. Well, you're, you're right, Liam. It was nothing. Um, MBD. <laughs> we'll cut that in post. <laughs> No, really, that's going to be the... No, I get the one cutting in post. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be honest, I don't even remember what we're cutting Uh, at this point, and unless it's like what we cut in episode one. We'll say it off the record. Um, (laughs) Yeah, we will say that in the presentation. We're at like a little over a... We're at a... Um, we're at a little over an hour. We could, do you want us to, we could, if we're cutting something, we want me to do a real quick prima nata. Yeah, do a little yeah, prima Hit me in some yeah, hit, hit us with prima Close us out like it's your wedding night, Max. Is it, is it? I'm the king. <laughs> okay. Well, well that's it. Okay, well, <laughs> Chuck, do you want to, that's pretty much it. That's the show. Um, Chuck, did you want to, real quick, why you want to know about prima nata? Well, I was just watching Parade Part last week and I, you know, I know is the that actually concept. what it is? Is this like parlay? Yeah. Because yes. I was watching Pirates of the Caribbean, and and now I'm hot and on. They nailed parlay. Like now I'm hot on parlay. Parlay. Oh, that is so now. I haven't only um, seen the first one of that. Well, yeah. So I was watching well, Braveheart. It's in there. So there you go. So I I I googled Prima Nocta just to see if it was a real thing because I had some questions and still have some questions. So speaking of anti-Semitism, Chuck was watching a Mel Gibson movie, okay. and he wanted to know about Prima Nocta. Um, I saw. <laughs> I saw this I saw this on the list and I was like, oh man, like I want to research Prima Nocta. And I was like, because I'm gonna be reading about people stabbing themselves in the stomach with knives. And I realized <laughs> I thought Prima Nocta was Seppuku. <laughs> That's so, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's the title. <laughs> Prima Nocta was Seppuku. Was Seppuku? I thought I was like, I was like, what is it called? Isn't that what it's called? Seppuku? Yeah, I thought Seppuku? it's Seppuku, but which Same is difference. the I I I'm pretty sure it's like a Japanese Form of suicide. Oh, I can finally see Liam for like the first time this episode. How would the founder um, of Bitcoin say Seppuku? I don't know. Why don't you <laughs> <me>? <laughs> actually <laughs> Um, I thought it was going to be Seppuku, so I was like, oh, I'm going to be like getting all these like swag examples of guys like like. De- disemboweling themselves because they dishonored their family. Turns out, prima nocta is when the king gets to fuck your wife. <laughs> yeah. uh, I didn't know that. I and also I've never seen Braveheart because fun fact I'm Jewish and you know I respect Jewish people. Chuck. So you would actually really like Braveheart, but continue. Would I? I'm not watching it. But don't they reference <laughs> um, prima nocta in the Office too? Yeah, I think so. so. Yes, this all came up in the research. Braveheart, The Office. Not suicide. All came up in my research. So it's popularized in Amer- popularized in American culture just because it was in Braveheart. Sure. I haven't seen Braveheart, but apparently someone in Braveheart enacting Prima Nocta, which is the right for a king or any high-ranking feudal lord to bang your wife on your wedding night before you to get to consummate the marriage, uh, like inspired the rebellion in Braveheart. Yep. Is that right, Chuck? Yeah, the the Lord okay. wanted to fuck Mel Gibson's wife. I can easily see how 
like some lord like one of like, the peasants oh wait actually you're yeah, really hot uh, 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 actually it turns out i get to fuck her first sorry buddy yeah. i get to fuck her actually yeah. see I that lady yeah i get to fuck her first see. yeah I yeah easy. i was just thinking that where i was like no if i were like not me personally but i absolutely see how like if you were like a really petty yeah like guy who's had everything yeah. he wants he could just but you could be like no, actually, yeah, new law. You didn't hear? New law. I get to fuck your wife. Sorry. If your wife sorry, is pal. than my wife, hey, I get to fuck that's your wife. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the fucker first Yeah, law. so that's yeah, what it is. Yeah. Like, so it's yeah, a real thing. Yeah, yeah. So we'll get to that. The reference to the office is in before Phyllis's nice. wedding. It's, on, it's a few days before the wedding. Michael Scott goes, I'm enacting prima nocta. And then it's like cut like talking head Jim talks about Braveheart, talks about what it actually is. And then it cuts back and Michael's like, I didn't know what Prima Nocta was. I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, it is. And actually coincidentally, the other thing that I researched ASMR also had a office connection. Um, wow. But so Prima Nocta is not seppuku. Uh, That's so sick. It's the right... So what I have gathered is that it is fake news. It was just people would use this as to like galvanize their troops like in. Well, I could also see it being like, this guy wants to fuck your wife. And then like everybody is mad about that. Wait, that's exactly what it was. It was pretty much like the captain of a football team, like trying to be like, these guys are fucking pussies. Like, we're just going to go fuck these guys up. Like, that's like pretty much what they were doing. But with war, they're like. These guys, yeah, like they, they fuck other guys' wives. They're, they're gonna, they're fuck, gonna your fuck your, your wife. You. Yeah, and then you get mad about it. You're yes. like, he's not gonna <laughs> fuck my wife. I'm gonna go kill that guy. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, sure. That's like about that's the meanest like thing they could say back then. Yeah, like someone's gonna fuck. Well, if someone fucked your wife now, you'd be like, like that's like a thing. Like pretty much voluntary manslaughter. Like the primary yeah, example like, is like you walk in on so a guy fucking your wife. Him. And like you get to kill him, and you, you get, get you get like a mildly less sentence. Well, that's what's going to freebie per se. Well, this what what's wild is back in the day, then your kid, you would never know if that kid was your kid. Yeah. Well, I mean, unless I mean House of the Dragon, unless he comes Terrible out looking black. like. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That's, that's <laughs> yes. Spoiler. Um. Basically, all my research says there's no actual valid references to this. It is just sort of like a. It's almost like I was comparing comparing it in my mind to courtroom scenes in movies today. There's like so many courtroom scenes, right? And a lot of courtroom scenes don't actually depict what a real trial or courtroom is actually like, but it makes for a really good dramatic scene. Yeah. And so people have sort of used prima nocta as like a plot device in plays and novels and movies because it just is gets very people compelling. going. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's just like pretty much it. Like people just use it as like, it's like really dramatic and, but like there is no actual evidence that it was actually done to people. Hmm. Um, I have a little spin zone of Prima Nocta and hmm. it is Game of Thrones related. This is like not really spoilers, but whatever. Uh, in House of the Dragon, there's the scene in like the last episode where Damon is trying to like tame this dragon and it turns out, like, what that's, like, supposed to be is that a Targaryen has to tame this dragon, right? And so a bunch of the Targaryens actually used to do, like, I guess, like, some Prima Nocta type stuff. They would just go fuck a bunch of people, knock people up, and, like, there would be a bunch of Targaryen bastards. But Spin Zone 
people were like, we want Targaryens to fuck us. We want half Targaryen babies because like that'd be swag. So like, so I was trying to think today, like which people, which political leaders would people want to fuck their wives? Because I was thinking about like, okay, Joe Biden, probably not. There's definitely people that want Trump to fuck their wives. And there's probably people that would want Obama to fuck their wives. So I was like, I feel like some people would actually be down for Prima Nocta today in America. I'm sure there would be some down for Oh, America. yeah. I, like, and it, I was at first, my mind immediately went to Trump, right? Because it's just like, there'd be people that'd be like, yeah, I want my baby to be like half a Donald. But there's definitely people that would be like, oh, yeah, like, you know, hey, Obama, he's a pretty good looking guy. He went to Harvard. Like, Obama could murder my pussy, to quote Amanda Bynes. <laughs> she said Drake. Um, Wait, Amanda Bynes said that? Well, she said Drake can murder my pussy. But... Oh, okay. Oh, she did? But did she get canceled? No. She was a little. She had some well, let's put, put it on the list. Put it on the yeah. list. Yeah. What, okay, what, ha- what happened yeah, to Amanda I'll Bynes? Yeah, I'll take Amanda Bynes. It's a tragic story. Get okay, ready. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, damn. Oh, She's oh. the man. Is a fucking dope movie. Is that okay to... Um, is that an okay movie these days? Or? She's the man? Yeah, because... She, well, yeah, I think okay. so. She wanted to be a man. She wanted to... Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Trust me, it's fine. <laughs> We're going to cut that in post. Okay. Um... All right, that's all I got. I, gun to your head, do you guys have one person that you would let go prima nocta on your wife? Um, Billy Joel. Mm, okay. Uh, nice. I, 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 it was the first guy that, that come, came to my head. I go Magic Johnson. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. You hate your wife, Magic dude. Johnson, you go prima nocta on my wife. Chuck? Maybe Shaq. Like, I think... Okay. with you guys <laughs> what's that Shaq know. or Magic Magic well Magic Johnson some... you both landed on like like well Max had a basketball player NBA with AIDS yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, I don't like a... he's barely HIV positive so my my, my thought homework. was actually we should do Magic Johnson oh, yeah okay. well my thought was I was like well then I would have uh, like a division one kid but that wouldn't be my yeah Chuck kid. is yeah I could just no, you wouldn't. You know, yeah, that wouldn't be also the dragon. Like, what are you kidding me? This is my like, <laughs> what do you mean? This is my seven that foot tall treason. mixed son that I gave yeah. birth to. Yeah. Yeah. Half of yeah, my definitely. DNA is there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we got Billy Joel, Magic Johnson, Shaq. Did I you said Orlando Griffin? Bloom. Oh, Orlando oh, I just Bloom. watched Pirates of the yeah, Caribbean. Pirates He's dreaming of that. Mm-hmm. He is dreaming. Oh, I like, well, I, I, I did, it was actually before his time as an elf. Or after his time as an elf. I should it say. was after his time as an elf, yeah. Orlando Bloom was an elf? In Lord of the Rings. Oh, I, never I, never saw I never saw Lord of the Rings or Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm also changing my answer to Ken Jeong. Oh, Nathan I'm, changing my, na- I'm changing my answer to William Hung. I'm changing my answer to Robin Thicke. I'm changing mine to Serena Williams. <laughs> That's pretty. That's show, folks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, yeah. Anyway, right, so, so, let's go watch the rest of the World <laughs> yeah. Series. Say, All right. Um, let... Will we be proving subject matter jurisdiction? For <laughs> Is that lawful? Yes, we will. Also, wait. Everybody say <laughs> Max's salary on three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Bye. I'm a skeet all a nigga gonna get you, get you. And that's my bestie, my bestie, my best friend. Go best friend. Nigga living TTG and everything, he still on flee. Baby's rolling with me, she gon' smile cause she on flee. Hundred thousand dollars at my prayer, my shit on bleed.